0: Greetings to my beautiful light beings. I want to first start out by giving gratitude. And gratitude in a way where it's actually heartfelt. A lot of us on this journey is that we have lost the ability to give gratitude towards the things that we already have a lot of us we go through things and as we're going through things we have not developed all the time the emotional intelligence or the emotional strength within our centers to access gratitude Most of the things that we are dealing with is because we ask for something great. We've asked for something that is greater than our circumstances and situations. And so the universe does exactly what it needs to do. The universe says, what is it that you want? And we say, I want this new lifestyle. I want this new relationship or a new way of living. And the universe says, okay, well, in order to receive this, you have to first get through this. And a lot of the times we are holding on to child traumas and we're holding on to the perceptions of the world because of what the way we see the world, the way we want to make the world bend to our will. But in actuality, what we're going through A lot of the times, light beings, they are illusions. They are temporary. They're temporal. They're not permanent. It's just a test. It's the universe testing our abilities as warriors to be able to level up with our emotions by accessing the emotional centers properly. If it's anger that we're feeling when we go through something, it's to be able to internalize the anger and actually in vocalize, communicate with ourselves and ask ourselves, where is this anger really coming from? like where does this anger stem from? Is it really the situation that I'm in right now that's actually making me angry or is it that it's something this old old pattern, old program still running from my childhood that this same situation has always uh, caused me to become angry because I, I am allowing myself. To feel this way, I am giving my power away in every scenario. A lot of us, when we are younger, we're not taught skills of emotional intelligence. We're not taught how to navigate our emotions properly. And so most of us, when we grow up as adults, we're actually living as a child in our minds most of us when we grow up as an adult we are accessing our minds of the child the traumatic child the hurt child the child that has been manipulated or the child that has been you know um left behind the child's been picked on bullied most of the times when we're accessing any issues or, or we, we run across any circumstances or drama in our adulthood, we are accessing the child's mind. We're protecting ourselves by using anger and using the need to feel that we need to fight our loved ones, take it out on our loved ones, because normally how that works is that we feel that our loved ones won't leave us. We know that when someone loves us like they're really close to us, we feel that we can mistreat them. We feel that we can treat them wrong and they still will be there. We're so used to our loved ones always being there and taking our, you know, taking our stuff. You know, they take our crap more than anybody because deep down inside, we want them to still be there when we wake up the next day. And that's why we would see. Uh, over time when couples go through things and one of the one of the uh, partners in the in the relationship they just sort of expire. they their chi just they just sort of like they can't do it anymore and they soon one day just wake up and just tell the partner hey you know i can't do this anymore and they leave and that's this is A core part of like why we receive so much pain in relationships because we can't believe that the person that we've uh, been with for so long or have opened up and done so many beautiful things with even have children with, would just up and just leave us. But in actuality, we had lost gratitude in that relationship. And so it goes back into gratitude, ultimately gratitude. That we, most of the time, no matter what we are desiring, what we want, we access a certain amount of gratitude in attempts to getting it or receiving it. The universe gives us things because we access gratitude because we show that we really want it. That relationship, we, we, we are very extremely nice to the people that we want. You know, when we really want them, we're nice to them. We're kind to them because... You know, we're selling ourselves to them. We want them to like us back and we want them to be around so we're nice. And we show loads of gratitude in the beginning of the relationship. And once we're with a partner for a while and we get used to them, we start to put them in the category as our our immediate family or the families that we come from. And a lot of us, we don't have good relationship with our families and you know we have not learned how to have good relationship with ourselves, and that's where we first learn it is through our families. You know we don't have good relationship with our mothers and fathers and our uncles and aunts and cousins and siblings, brothers and sisters. We don't have good relationship with them. Leaving home, and so when we get out in the world, we we sort of like to shape and mold, you know, other people to fit in the relationship that we were lacking with our families and so we look to control our partners and we want them to be like the mother that we never had or the mother that we thought we should have had or we'd like them to be like the father that we never had or the father that we thought we should have had you know because what mother and what mommy and daddy did wasn't good enough for us you know because we we were ungrateful you know maybe they did their best at what they had and what they could at the time. And we grow up in age and we, we access constantly the child mind. And we allow our mind to go into an immature state. And we mistreat people. We, we are using the lack of kindness because of the lack of trust. Things everything generates from trust. If there is no trust in any relationship or any partnership or any friendship, there is not life force there to go through any storms. When there are no trust in any partnerships, whenever those people meet any adversities, they will always be susceptible of harm outside of themselves because there is no trust on the inside. There is no trust. It's a really deep uh, subject here, and I am um, doing my best. I really am uh, going within myself and um, receiving this information. A lot of this information, I'm not reading a lot of this information. I am literally going within myself, going within my own Akasha, going within my own records, within my own... bloodline and i'm looking at my own family my own circumstances my own past my own uh child uh, traumas and things and i'm i'm sifting things out and i'm observing myself and i'm looking within myself to actually find those issues in the world because they are everywhere the problems that i may uh appear to be going through or the situations that i am moving through someone else is going through the same thing you possibly are going through the same thing with your parents because we are all connected we're all connected in this quantum multiverse we're all like strings uh sort of raveled together in some form of fashion and so i am doing my best here to be as vulnerable as i can and open my heart because actually this technique of speaking through the heart is what actually mends the heart back together when we have been through things with our families. I can um, share even myself um, being in relationships that didn't work, you know, and, and the older I get, I look back at relationships like in high school and I look back in relationships in middle school and just relationships in general, even in my college days. And, you know, even now when I'm uh, a lot of times I'm going through things with my partner, I'm looking back and I'm reviewing things. I'm looking, I'm taking a really, really uh, close eye on, you know, our upbringings, you know, and we give ourselves a lot of credit, too much credit That we're not looking at where we all come from in our families and our family ties and the genetics and how our um, ancestral bloodlines were altered, you know, by circumstances and situations. Alcohol played a really big uh, deal in our families. And most of us, we know that alcohol has destroyed Half of our family members, and we know it, and we're not really considering those things that alcohol has been a a large uh, reason why our family's genetics and our family's uh, uh, disorders have been distorted. Drugs also as well. The average family have someone in their family that's dealing with some form of drug um in some form of uh, uh alcohol and some form of like personal drama or a criminal background or things like this these things actually injure the entire family when one uh situation happens to one person it affects the whole family and just just imagine coming from a family that has been torn turmoiled or been been um uh, disfigured by drugs and alcohol and uh, a criminal situation. And just imagine coming from that family with those perceptions of those parents and those adults that have taught us when we were children to not trust certain people or to not trust things. You know, they've taught us racism. We've been taught racism. Racism is taught. Jealousy is all taught. All of these things are taught, you know, to not trust, to have resentment, these are all taught. They're like literally embedded into us. They're impressed into us. They're conditioned into us. And most of us as adult, adults, are we're running the software program of a, of a child's mind. We're still using the mind of a child to love our partner, to love people. And so we're hurting ourselves and we're hurting other people. We're harming people. Because we're using the lack of love. We're we're not understanding how to love the self. We're not understanding properly how to be kind to the self and kind to others. We're not understanding how to use the heart, the sacred heart. We're not understanding how to open the heart chakra and allow ourselves to experience love. And allow ourselves to love others. There are so many people that want to experience the true love that you have. That we all have and we are afraid the deep, the deepest part of us is that we are afraid, we are scared, we are little children that are afraid to allow ourselves to love and to allow others to love us the way we deserve it. We're just afraid and so we wish to take it away from ourselves, therefore take it away from others. This is the big bad wolf syndrome. Where you will see people bully people. You'll see people in relationships. They have to use unkind words to get their points across. You know, they have to do things this way. They have to be mean to each other. Because they're trying to protect themselves from being hurt. So they're already perceiving in their minds. They have already made up in their minds. I'm going to be hurt by this person because that's all I know. Because that's all I was taught. Maybe a cousin taught them to never trust men. You know, maybe a, a mother taught the, the, the boy, the young boy to never trust women. Or the father taught, taught the boy never trust women. Based on their own personal experiences, the parents, our parents, or even us as parents right now, we pass down this this sickness into the child's mind and children are the future children perceive things at a higher rate than we ever understand children have vast imagination so when we tell them things it's like a ripple that never stops it never stops it just grows over time i remember some things that i was told and i had to i had to really really go within myself uh, light beings i had to filter out things i had to like empty things out of me every single day because most of the things that I was I was taught they do they do not work. They do not work right now. If I continue operating on things that I was taught when I was younger and I actually labeled those things and I continue walking with that, I would fail at everything that I actually before I even tried, I would fail at it. You know, I would feel at relationships really hard because my perceptions would be off i would be still operating from a child's mind of something that maybe my mother said there was subconscious in my subconscious that made a ripple and then that small ripple turned into a larger ripple and i and i would supercharge it or 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 blow it out of proportion today and harm people that actually were meant to love me they were actually trying to love me and i couldn't see it because I was accessing a low frequency of my perception of what someone else from my past, when I was little, told me. And I just believed it. Light beings, we we really truly have a lot of internal roots that we have to pull out. There are a lot of poisonous roots inside of our systems right now. Most of us that believe that we got it together, ultimately, we really don't. Most of the ones that we're hearing that are saying that I already got it, I have it together. No, that is the ego. See, the ego does that. The super ego is very smart. Super ego has a super conscious, and it's a, it's a, a it's sort of like the a clone to ourselves, and it's strong, just like we are. It has willpower, strong, and that part of the ego will fight us when we're trying to grow. The moment. We're trying to grow. There's there is always a force of nature that comes from within us that's wishing to hold us back. It's not the external world. It's the internal self that's doing this. I can uh, share uh, relationships that I've been in. Uh, all relationships that were built on physical, uh, uh, physical uh, conditions or physical pleasure will fail over time they have failed me over time because eventually you, you know the physical is is only so much physically that you can do before you just start running out of life force and we're not jinging or we're not putting energy into our being into the actual foundation of the relationship by being friends and the most powerful thing that anyone can do when they're looking, they really like someone and they want to be around someone. is be friends for as long as you can, because a friendship is different. Friendships create bonds that are like inseparable. Those are bonds that, you know, most of the times we do more for our friends than we do for our families. And when we get in relationships, we perceive the person that we're with as a close relative. And this is where we mess up. This is where we make mistakes. Even with people that we get married uh, to, we put them in a category as if now they are our mom, they're our dad, they're our cousins. And a lot of us, we don't have good relationships. We didn't come from good family relationships. And so this is why we would reach out to seek new friends because we don't like our families. We don't like where we come from. The reflection of our relationships is not something. That we're proud of. And so we look for friends. And so once we start putting friends in a category as a family member. This is where the problems will start. Because now our idea of family is based on the lack of trust. It's it's learning that mom wasn't there for me. So therefore other feminine energies will do the same to me. Father wasn't there for me. So that means that I can't trust men because they're going to do the same exact thing that my father did. It's very important to be friends for a very long time because of the bonds that we create. The energetic bonds that we create are 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 stronger. They're a lot more stronger. They're powerful because they have to be created brand new. We can't compare them to our families and just slide them inside of like a compartment and say, "Okay, you're my family. You're you're similar to my cousin." You're going to be similar to my brother. Okay, I'm going to put you in the likes of my mom because my mom wasn't there for me. So therefore, I'm going to put you in a place of her. And I'm going to expect you to treat me better than my mom was able to treat me. Same with my father. And this is what we do. We stick each other in these little boxes. And we have these really vast, strong, uh, out of the world expectations for these uh people that we, that once was our friends and we destroy our friendships early, very early because we move extremely too fast in getting in these relationships or these situationships. And a lot of us, we like to use children as well. We like to use children as a means to getting closer to someone or keeping people in our lives. You know, I can say even from my past relationships in high school you know, in high school, I was a child and and between a uh, partner and I, we didn't even realize that we were too young to even be uh, tampering with a lot of things that we were doing. We became sexually active way too early, way too early and distorted. It actually distorted our physical beings as teenagers. It distorted our minds, my mind. I couldn't even think about anything else but sex. You know, it really messed me up because You know, we all we were just figuring out who we were and what we wanted to become in this world. We were just establishing our adulthood. Pineal glands wasn't even fully uh, developed yet. We were just finding out who we wanted to be in the world. And then all of a sudden, boom, all of that went to a halt when we became uh, sexually uh, active uh, way too soon. And back then you used to think it was a good thing to have sex early, you know, and this is a part of the the conditioning that we all have been through uh, physically. Oh, we have sex is a cool thing because our peers are doing it. And no, it was the most destructive thing that a child could do is to uh, awaken that, that part of the kundalini way too early when the mind has not been developed fully to understand emotions properly. We didn't understand our emotions back then at all. We could barely solve a problem with taking care of ourselves. So, it it, it, was, it was dangerous. We opened up Pandora's box in a dangerous way. Because we allowed ourselves to start to merge with these other dimensional beings inside of other people. These multi-dimensional frequencies and other problems and stress. And we didn't know that sex... And physical contact, believe it or not, comes with a lot of emotional, and energetic exchange. So opening up our intimate spaces this way. You know, even for myself, it caused more problems, more damage over time. than it did good. I lost lack of focus early in life. I could see my vitality started to leave my body early in life. I would struggle with with the easiest things, because my mind was not inside of itself. My mind wasn't in my heart anymore. My heart was on something else. I was distorted. The only thing I can think about is wanting to have sex more. I wanted more of it. It was like a drug. It became an addiction. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm really getting intimate here, but it's very necessary, light beings. This is very necessary. That someone, you know, uh, speaks on this behalf. And right now, I'm just a part of this here to share this with, with you because you have been through this as well. Most of us have. Some of us have even craziest stories with um, sexual relationships with people that were much older than us. They would take advantage of us. And that caused a timeline split within us. It altered. Our DNA, believe it or not, it altered our genes, it altered our minds, it altered our emotional patterns. All the way up to today, some of us are suffering in relationships because of those one moments, those one situations that would happen to us when we were children. The lack of trusting comes from this. We're children, and when we start opening up those those centers of emotional sex... We don't we, we don't even realize we're hurting each other because we can't even make decisions uh, as a, a mature adult and so we hurt each other. we start playing games with each other. This is where it starts. We misuse the love of each other and the trust we, we learn um, how to be heartbroken and how to we learn the lack of trust in relationships. In the beginning ages when we're dating at a at an early age, we're having boyfriends and girlfriends way too early. And we get into sex and we get into the physical contact part. We're opening ourselves up for a very, very dangerous path ahead. Creating so many different illusions in our minds. So this is real light beings. This is all real this is this is timeline dimensional um uh multi dimensional movement situations that we have um been experiencing and not fully actualizing not realizing it that we're learning this at a very early age just like some some of us uh at an early age we have we have experienced um heavy drugs. Drugs that that are beyond our awareness of the power of where it would take us in in our lives. And once we actually experience that at an early age, when we come out, we are traumatized with fear. We are traumatized with fear. We can barely navigate through our minds because we've blocked so many brain receptors because of the drugs. The illegal drugs will do that. It will shut down parts of the brain where we can't even use them anymore. Just imagine being 15 or 16 and being on like strong drugs that alters our dimensional mindset. And by the time we're 30, we need that mind. We need that, that, that pathway in our mind to navigate our business. But we can't do it. We keep blocking it. The receptors are blocked. We keep running into fear, is because we've been so we've been consumed, or we have been um, exposed at an early age to a distortion of our minds, because we're running towards pleasure, thinking that it's pleasurable, and not knowing that it's really, really harming and killing our minds later in life, where we now later we're dealing with addiction issues. We're using substances to escape. We're using sweets. We're using dopamine. We're using sex. We're using food. We're using alcohol. We're using anything fun to run away from our true responsibilities and to run away from the reality that we have brought ourselves into. and this is a lot of us it is this is a lot of us and i'm spending my time here to really really speak in a in a way where it's it's understood or understood in a way where it is um you know uh it's mutual <sighs> So we distort our our perceptions, we distort our minds, we distort our hearts. Therefore, we throw off our emotional centers where it makes it even more difficult to access higher intelligence and higher chi later in life. When we really want to need it most, we really need it most later. The vitality. All people of wealth knows, they know this. What is the most important thing for a wealthy mindset? is the mind the mindset how the mind is actually able to operate the older we get we want our minds to operate at a higher peak performance we want it to be able to compartmentalize all of our perceptions properly so that we can make them useful for the things that we wish to do spending time with our children. We can alter our own perceptions because we're still dealing with things from our own childhood that we can't seem to get through. Our perceptions are are altered. And we're destroying our children by playing out these things in front of our children. Our young children. Our young children. I have a one-year-old son. I have two daughters. Both teenagers, but I have a one-year-old son. And each time my partner and I are going through anything, I'm always asking myself, is this healthy for the mind or the child? The mind the the, the mind of the child that is right here in the middle of us, looking at us, looking at us with these beautiful eyes. Looking for us to guide him. Is it really worth it? And most of the time when I'm looking at my partner and I and anything that we're dealing with internally, I'm asking myself, is it really worth me holding on to right now? Is it really worth me uh, creating a dispute or arguing in front of my son right now? What's most important right now? His development of his mind. And I ask myself this often that is what I'm going through right now really, truly so important to me that I have to hold on to it so much and make such a big deal out of it that I will be sacrificing my own son, the developing brain, the one year old, to alter his life forever, traumatize him, just because I'm not able to emotionally. Intelligently get through what I'm going through right now. And I have to ask myself that all the time. This has nothing to do with my party, it has everything to do with myself. I have to ask myself is it really worth it for my little one year old to look at me as his father and see me being moved by a situation that I'm a master of? I'm a master. I'm a master of my emotions and I allow myself to move my emotions and magnetize my emotions in their useful place to manifest abundance in my life. I'm a master of my emotions and my words. And I have to always ask myself, anytime I'm feeling anything, is it really worth to do this or display this in front of my son? Do I need to give my son the same thing? That I was given early in age, which is the showcasing of uh, the lack of emotional intelligence, the lack of knowing and how to place the emotions, where to place them, how to use them properly. I'm a master of my emotions. I know we have the ability now. We're in an age now. We have the ability, all of us, to actually take anything that comes our way and convert it into whatever we want it to be. And so whenever we we fuel ourselves with anger and we fuel ourselves with dispute and we're looking for a problem inside of our partners and on behalf of whatever we feel that we should be judging them as a as a and we become the judge, we become the, the lawyers, the jurisdiction, we become the laws and we want to put people where we want them to be for us to make us feel comf- comfortable, convenient, and happy. But what we're what we're we're failing to realize is that we're doing this in the midst of children that are watching us create a lifestyle. They're literally soaking in how to be an adult. Same thing that happened to us. So, are we repeating the pattern? Is the question. Are we repeating the pattern of the same traumas that we claim that we are struggling with on behalf of doing it right now in the present moment in front of all of our children, these babies? Are we playing in the problem? Are we being the problem itself? Are we playing it out just because we're not able to actually step outside of ourselves? Look at our emotions properly, put them where we need to put them and actually avert our energies over and do the self work that we need to do for ourselves on behalf of the children. What is the sacrifice? We're either sacrificing ourselves or we're sacrificing our children. Most of us don't even realize that we're doing it because we're that selfish. We're so selfish that we care more about our own personal needs, our own own desires, our own wants. The things that we feel we need based on pleasure and running away from pain is how we are as adults. Yes, and I'm talking to myself as well. I am talking through myself because I'm a part of this. On behalf of these children, these babies, we are sacrificing the minds of these children just to get what we want and to be comfortable and to have life convenient the way we want it to go because we feel that it should go that way. We want control of everything. We want control of the children. We want control of our partners. We want control of our moms and dads. We want everyone to move and bend to our will, but we're not willing to sacrifice and give up anything to make nothing better around us by letting it all go and allowing. So I allow. Repeat after me. I allow. And really speak it from your diaphragm. I allow. I allow. I allow. I allow myself to move out of my own way. I allow myself to become the greatest parent to become the greatest guardian and the leader that I can become for my children and other children around me for my child self I allow myself to release any stagnation that is holding me back from my greatness I allow myself to magnetize my energy at its highest frequency and attract all things that are in my auric field, that are on my vibrational frequency and help others do the same. I allow myself to be myself. I allow myself to make space for myself. I allow myself to tear down all boundaries and I allow myself to love unconditionally with space and time. Time is an energy that we emit from our frequency. And space is nothing but opportunity. A boundary is a blockage. A boundary is a wall. A boundary is speaking in fear. Boundary says, I am afraid. That you're going to hurt me, so I'm going to build a wall of China to separate us before you even have the attempt to. I'm not even going to give you an opportunity to love me because I feel you're going to hurt me because I do not love myself. I don't love myself enough to allow you to love me better than I know how to love myself. So I'm going to build a wall and I'm going to block that from me and you. I'm going to take this from us. I'm going to yield you. I'm going to stop you from loving me with my boundaries. This is boundaries. Space is opportunity. If we convert that over, it just sounds differently with the choices of words. I allow myself the space and time to love you, I allow myself space and time to receive love from you, I allow myself the space to sit with myself and manifest my thoughts properly. I allow myself the time to emit my frequency into my being and breathe with prana and life force, make great decisions moving forward. I allow myself the space and time to be at my greatest self with you, together. This is what we were lacking as children. It's these mantras. We have learned reverse mantras. Reverse mantras are equivalent to drinking poison. We poison our own selves, our own bodies and minds with our own self-talk. Words are either helping us or they're either harming us. And based on how we use those choice of words, those wordplay, is how we're hexing ourselves. This is how we're wrapping ourselves into spells. It's why it's called spelling. So repeat after me. One last time. Take a deep breath. I know things got a little heavy. If you're still here with me, you're still listening. and You still can take this. You're meant to be here. You're being called. This is a calling. You may have to play this back again and really listen to this one. But this is the shadow self. It is time to go inside and clean out this stuff once and for all. Pull out those, those rotted roots. It is time to get in there and clean it out. It's not for our family members to do it. It's for you to do it. You're here. You're listening. You're the chosen one. Repeat after me. I allow myself to be loved. I allow myself to trust the process of love. I allow myself to trust the process of the universe. I allow myself to trust my own process of the mistakes that I have not even made just yet. I allow myself to be patient with myself. I allow myself to speak love, prosperous words of beauty into myself. I allow myself to support myself in all ways, in all things that I wish to do today and any other day. Take a deep breath and internalize Those mantras As we take a deep breath We will end with a own chant Inhale Oh Allow your voice to resonate as a cymatics frequency through your body and change your cellular structure into what you desire. Allow yourself to think about the things that you desire and inhale. Go out today. Command the life that you wish to see. Command your power back by saying, I allow myself. Bring your power back, goddess and goddesses. Gods and goddesses, bring your power back to yourself. Call your power back. Thank you so much for listening in.